Hello everyone, I hope you are all okay. I am just recording the answers to some questions that I've had from the Mums Formation weekly check-ins. So I wanted to just record the answers to these so that people can listen back and you can get some help with, there's a lot of um, a lot of talk around protein, a lot of talk about snacking um, and overcoming that. So I'm going to cover that in today's live. We will, I've only got three questions um, and then a little topic just from some common themes that have shown up when people have been doing their check-ins. So I'm going to go over that. Um, it'll be a short and sweet one today because we've not got many questions and there's no people on with me. So I'm just solo. So, first question, how to motivate yourself when you want to snack? I think this is a really good question because it, it can be really hard and I feel like it can be, I think sometimes knowing why you want to snack is really helpful because ideally, if you are eating regularly through the day and you are eating enough protein, the need to snack should be very minimal. And for that reason, I would ask yourself, why are you wanting to snack? Is it because you are hungry? Is it because you may be a bit dehydrated? Do you need a drink? Is it because you are bored? Is it because you're stressed? Is it because you're emotional? Are you tired? Like one of the things that we get from food is we get enjoyment from food. We get a little dopamine hit where it like makes us happy and it makes us feel good and it's a bit satisfying. So if we're in a mood or if we're in a situation where we want something satisfied, we want a need satisfied, then food is a very quick and easy way to do that. So this is why just questioning yourself, just stopping yourself and often just putting a bit of a pause in can be really useful because actually a lot of the time it's not because we're hungry. So just giving yourself a pause, stopping yourself and asking yourself those questions like, what need do I need to fill, fill in right now? Like, am I, do I need to pick up the phone, speak to my mum, speak to my friend? Do I need a good chat with someone? Um am I just a bit bored? Do I need to try and find something to do, like to occupy my mind? Do I need to, like, am I feeling a bit stressed out? Like what is causing me to feel stressed out? Um, is it something within my control? Can I do something else that is more positive um, that's going to have a positive impact on that stress and help me to relieve it? Like exercise, like going out for a walk, getting some fresh air. Um, all of those types of things. And those would be my first sort of part of call when it comes to snacking. The second one would be, and as annoying as this sounds, going back in time and eating more protein. <laughs> um, but like making sure like you want to, like making sure that your meals are fulfilling enough to make sure that you the need to snack is very minimal. Um, so going and getting, going and making sure that your meals are well planned, they're well thought out, and you've got 
decent amount amounts of protein in each meal, decent amounts of whole grains and fiber in each meal. So that then <clears throat> when you do get to that point where you sort of your body is wanting that bit of dopamine, that bit of like fulfillment and satisfaction, you're much more likely to look for other options. Whereas if you are hungry, um, and I'm going to tell you an example that's just happened to me right now. So I've just had, a, I've just got back from the gym. I've had, been in PT sessions this morning. Um, I knew that it was too early for my lunch because I'm not having my dinner till later on. So it was too late for my lunch, too early for my lunch. And I was in the kitchen making myself a cup of tea. And I knew that there was a packet of biscuits in the cupboard right next to my head. And I was like, they're my favourite biscuits. They're the Aldi, like, butter biscuits. They're, um, like, chocolate, choco. They're like the balsam biscuits with the layer of chocolate over the top. They're so nice. Um, <laughs> but this was just constantly in my head. Like, it was just pecking away in my head. And I was like, Nicole, you're going to be having your lunch in about half an hour. You can wait for half an hour. And you'll be absolutely fine. Just make your cup of tea. Go upstairs get on with what you need to do, wait half an hour and you'll be fine. And and I was like absolutely fine. Nothing bad happened. Like it was just because I knew that they were there and I knew that my lunch was due, like I'm due to have my lunch. So I'm getting a bit hungry. And actually like what would have been really easy to do is like, oh, I'm, I'm going to be having my lunch soon, but I'll just have this to, to put me on until then. And then the next thing you know, because you're hungry, you're, you'll over you'll overeat on them. You're much less likely to have, like, one or two. Or you might have, like, four or five, which is not something that you'd probably feel good about after. So making sure that your meals are full of protein and fibre so that you when you do when those opportunities do come up, you're in a much better position to make better decisions um, rather than being hungry and just grabbing hold of whatever you can. So that, um, that would be my first thing. The second thing, sorry, getting, make sure you're getting enough protein in. Um, and is there anything else when it comes to snacking? Oh, so one last thing that I share I share with my clients and I, I talk to them about this a lot is and call it snack stacking. Um, and yeah, I do have to be a bit mindful of this that you don't overdo it. But I um, normally structure sometimes three meals and one snack a day for people. Um, so if people are going for quite a basic structure, that's what it would be. Three meals, one snack you that snack depending on if you've got enough protein in the rest of your meals that snack can be something high in protein it can be something that you enjoy it can be something um preferably with a bit of high fiber in it so a bit of fruit just so that it ticks all the boxes and you um are getting all of your macro and micronutrient needs from everything that you're eating so I like to think of it as balancing a little bit of what you like with a little bit of what you need. So one of the things I say to avoid at all costs when it comes to 
dieting when it comes to fat loss um when it comes to trying to make better choices generally with food is not do not tell yourself you are not allowed something it's the worst thing you can do and I know it's so tempting to be like nope I'm just not going to have it in the house like no I'm not allowed it if I have one I'll have them all like that mentality needs to go like it needs to absolutely get in the bin and we need to flip our mindset and reframe the way we think about this so if you have some if you have something and I'm going to use chocolate as an example because I use this all the time if you for example love chocolate and you've started the mum's formation and you're like right that's it I'm gonna be really good no chocolate in the house I'm not gonna eat any chocolate I'm really good um and you're not having any you're eating other stuff probably stuff that you don't like um rubbish protein bars maybe all of that stuff um fruit and nut bars cereal bars whatever you don't like them you don't enjoy them um but you eat them because you think they're healthy actually what would be better is having something that you want because it's probably lower in calories and it's actually probably going to get you a little bit closer to where you want to be so as an example um if you were to do what I just said then and just restrict not have any chocolate then what would happen inevitably at some point you would get fed up with that you would get really fed up and you would something would happen whether it be stress induced emotional in like something emotional happens um think something doesn't go to plan at some point you will crack and there will be a, an opportunity that comes up and you will before you know it you'll have inhaled a full easter egg um a massive share bar of dairy milk and because that is the best chocolate ever um <laughs> and a big bag of chocolate buttons you'll do it without thinking about it you will not be enjoying it you'll just be doing it because you've not had it for so long and it tastes so good um and then you'll probably feel guilty for doing it and you've probably consumed thousands of calories hundreds of or thousands of calories um because of one decision to decide not to have it ever again now the alternative would be if you went to a shop where you can buy multi-packs of chocolate bars so I'm going to use Freddo's as an example because this is what I have <laughs> um can you tell I'm speaking from experience here um so you could go and get some Freddo's from the shop a pack of like five like a quid I think um and you could say to yourself I'm gonna have a Freddo every day they're about 95 calories they're really nice I'm going to make sure that when I have this, I enjoy it. I take it out of the wrapper. I put it on a plate. I look after the Freddo and I sit without distractions and I'll eat the Freddo and I'll really enjoy it. And I'll have it with something when I'm not hungry. I will not have it when I'm hungry. I'll have it after my evening meal. I'll have it after my lunch. I'll have it with a source of protein or with some fruit to balance it so that it's not the only thing that you're eating and then what you're doing is you're taking the novel like you're taking the novelty off of it like it's not worth anything like it you can have it every day you've given yourself that permission 
So when something stressful happens or something doesn't go to plan and that opportunity comes up again, you will be much better at dealing with opportunities like that because you're like, I don't need chocolate. I just need to deal with whatever issue this is. Like I can have chocolate every day. I've got it there. It's in the cupboard. I can have it whenever I want it. Um, but just because you're giving yourself that permission doesn't mean that that's what's going to happen. You giving yourself that permission is taking the novelty away from whatever snack it is that you enjoy, whether it is chocolate, whether it's nuts, whether it's crisps, whatever it is, because a lot of a lot of the time what people will do is they'll say to themselves, oh, I can't have chocolate. But I'll buy these peanut butter protein bars instead or these these fruit and nut bars, which are probably three times the calories, but you'll eat one of them every day. It's three times the calories, and you probably don't enjoy it half as much. Whereas if you were to have a Freddo with, like, I don't know, a protein shake or a protein yogurt, you're probably looking at 200 calories, and you'll enjoy that a lot more, and it'll satisfy you a lot more than the peat fruit and nut bar, whatever rubbish they are. I don't personally I'm not a fan. Um, some people might be, but not for me. So yeah, that is um that is what I would do around snacking. It can be quite I, I feel like I've made it sound really complicated. It can be quite complex and it's not just as easy as just having the motivation because you're not gonna you're not gonna have motivation and trying to rely on it is you'll be constantly chasing your tail um and sometimes you've got to like you've got to learn to balance these things and know when to say no um and set your environment up so that you are able to succeed and you're able to win so talking of protein the next question was how to get more protein in so um the easiest thing is making sure, so the first thing I'd look at is making sure you're having it regularly through the day. So eating every three to four hours, having a protein serving every three to four hours um, in your meals. So whatever that looks like, um, I just think, whatever that looks like, porridge oats in the morning with protein in it, whether that looks like a protein yogurt, protein pancakes, whatever. In the morning, lunchtime, you have like a chicken wrap. Um, evening, you might have like a, like a steak or fajitas or like a beef bolognese or whatever veggie alternatives they have these days. Um, like that's three servings of protein. Um, you might have a snack. So you might have um, a protein bar, for example, might not be the best choice of snack, but you might have might have a protein snack or a protein shake after the gym or whatever. Um, then once you've got the frequency nailed, then I would look at to increase further the portion of protein that you've got in each meal. So as an example, fajitas. So if you're making fajitas and you've got the equivalent of one chicken breast on your plate chopped up, the best way for you to increase your protein intake is to not just have one, have more, have more chicken. And a lot of people are put off doing that because they think that because they're going to eat more chicken, that's more calories, which will mean that their fat loss is not as fast or um, 
it'll slow the progress down, but actually it won't because you increasing that protein will stop you eating more on other stuff later on in the day and later on in the week. So increasing the size of protein portion within each meal, easiest way to do it. Absolutely easiest way to do it. Because if you do, if you go, if you're at the minute, you're doing 25 grams of protein across four meals. So 100 grams. If you do 35 grams of protein across four meals or three meals and a snack, that's 140 grams of protein. And actually what will naturally happen is the other stuff that you have around it, you won't eat as much of it because you won't be hungry. Like you'll have eaten everything that you needed to eat. So that is my biggest tip for getting more protein in, making sure you're having enough servings through the day and then making your servings bigger. Um, I think, and then if you are struggling, if you are struggling with that, you can then look to supplement. So you can get protein shakes, you can get protein powders. Um, I'd be careful with protein bars sometimes because they can be quite they can be quite high calorie for what they are and they often don't taste very nice like I'm (coughs) I have a few that I would I like staple ones that I stick to when I don't eat anything else because I personally don't like the taste of a lot of them but um yeah the you can then supplement with protein products like bars and shakes and stuff um then I hope that helps then there was a question about protein rich snacks so what are good protein rich snacks I ate a full packet of pre-cooked chicken um the other day so um this is a good question so one of my favorite I think it'll probably depend on the individual you as a person what you like and you dislike but one of my favourites is um, Kavag. I absolutely love it. I'm obsessed with it. It's like a little pot and you get them in the co-op and stuff and Morrison's. And it's like 83 calories. Not that you're bothered about calories necessarily, but for 15 grams of protein and it's they taste so nice. And you can get them in Asda and you can get loads of different flavours. Um, you can get like lemon cheesecake, blueberry muffin, you can get um white chocolate, raspberry, a banoffee flavour, or vanilla. You can get so many flavours, raspberry. I don't know if I said that already. Um, but you can get so many flavours and I love them. And that's the sort of thing I would pair with stuff like meringue nests or fruit or a bit of muesli or for my breakfast. Um so that's my go-to at the minute. What else would I have? Um, I would just be mindful of anything that has the word protein written on it in big, bold letters. Just err on the side of caution and just use your common sense with them a little bit because a lot of the time it is just marketing. Um, and the recommended quote-unquote recommended daily allowance for protein is actually too low for the jet for it's much lower than what it should be so it doesn't have to be very much 
for them to call it high protein. So a, a perfect example is the protein pancakes you can get in Aldi. Um, there's like 20 grams of protein in a pack and it says per pack. And the milk that they sell is the same, 50 grams of protein per litre. And you look at it and you think, that's amazing, it's 50 grams of protein, but who's going to drink a litre of milk in one go? Nobody. Um, so just being savvy and comparing it with what you would usually have and seeing if it is worth it. Um, so the pan going back to the pancakes, the pancakes are like 400 calories. That's before you've even put any toppings on. Um for just 20 grams of protein and that's quite that's that's not great like that is really not great so what I would do with those is I would have two pancakes and have some Greek yogurt or some kebab with it instead um and just to help because sometimes the marketing is really off on these things so just be mindful be very careful and don't just buy something just because it says protein on it because actually you could get the same thing or even potentially better for less money um than you would pay for the protein labeled stuff so in terms of protein rich snacks sorry i went off on a tangent then um i knew that was going to happen um, so things like the yogurts they do they do have lots of like mousses and puddings and stuff which are nice um if you like if you've got a sweet tooth they do ice creams as well but if you wanted more savory stuff like they do like jerky is quite high in protein if you like that sort of thing um like beef jerky i think you can get a vegan one um, I'm trying to think now off the top of my head like nuts can be quite high in protein um, uh, I'm not I, I think that's it for me like because I don't often snack very much so um, Yeah, I think that's everything. Sorry, I just went on a really long pause then. The podcast has not stopped recording. I'm just very... I'm very, very long pause then. So, um, yeah, I think that's all I can think of off the top of my head. I don't know why I can't think of anything else. But then, like, for me, I would then go into supplements. So I'd probably have a protein shake or I'd have a protein bar um, to just to help if I needed it but it's not often that I need it because my like or not not often that a lot of people need them because a lot of people get enough who get enough protein in the diet generally don't snack very much and then when that's the case you snack for enjoyment and other reasons so um yeah leave that one with me and I, what I will do is I'll post some ideas in the whatsapp group and I will encourage anyone else to do that too um, but other than that, that is everything for today. So that's all the questions. Um, thank you if you have listened and you have got this far. I appreciate you spending your time and your energy and attention. Um, if you do have any questions, any further questions, please just send me a message. Um, I'll put all my contact details in the notes below. And if you are 
um, sick of trying to navigate the world of nutrition, you know that it's something that you need to improve, but you just don't know where to start and you're sick of all the misinformation, just send me a message, contact me on my details below and I will be able to help you. And you will no longer feel confused when you walk into the supermarket because you don't know what to eat.